Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all ready for the big show? I guess so. Turn on that radio and back it. You've got to ask yourself one question. Guess what the day is? Hump day. It is Wednesday. We're like halfway through the week. But here's the real question. Do any of you people do any actual work? No, not really. Why is that? We're on the radio. That was beautifully put. We're on the air. <laughs> radio talk. It's showtime. You know, I was just thinking, I, uh, I never get tired of uh, listening to the uh, opening music or the closing music of uh, this program. Uh, the opening music, of course, composed by Rob Lane. That is the uh, main title theme from the John Adams miniseries of about a decade ago. He composed that stirring, patriotic piece of music. And, of course, we end the show every day with uh, the great Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, and a Wonderful World. Hello, howdy, greetings, welcome, salutations, and hump day alohas to you. Uh, brand new gear that we are breaking in for the uh, first time today. Robert and Tony, uh, all the uh, engineering guys, uh, we have a uh, an updated, uh, I guess, uh, later generation is uh, the way you would put it, Comrex unit, which is what we use to broadcast uh, from stately McLean Manor. And it's uh, smaller, more compact, and I'm sure has all kinds of uh, bells and whistles that I will never need, uh, but are there uh, nonetheless, and a, a brand new microphone as well. You know that? So uh, we're we're good to go. We are updated and uh, ready for <clears throat> whatever else we uh, may see in 2020. And we've seen it all. We think, we hope. Great to have you along. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. All you need to do to be a part of the conversation today is give me a call. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And my email address, bob at 1063word.com. I am really, really ticked. Really ticked. I mean, like last straw, kind of ticked. I mean, we look at look at what we've seen from these domestic terrorists so far. Flags being burned, disrespected. Professional athletes everywhere celebrating BLM, taking a knee during the national anthem. Burning businesses, shooting people, looting. Beating up old ladies. But when I see this story, 
It has gone too far. Elvis Presley's Graceland vandalized with Black Lives Matter graffiti. I'm sorry. But when you reach the point where you are denigrating the king of rock and roll, that's it. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Story uh, by, uh, ironically, uh, my friend, uh, Joyce Peterson, who I used to work with at uh, Channel 5 in Memphis, uh, tweeting today, the walls outside Graceland in Memphis where Elvis fans write their names and tributes to the king was vandalized overnight. Black Lives Matter, defund MPD, abolish ICE, and hashtag Breonna Taylor were spray-painted all over the wall. Uh, they were discovered there this morning, painted in black and orange on the stone wall famously surrounding the King's Home, a signature Memphis landmark and major tourist attraction. Abolish ICE and F-word Trump were also among the spray-painted phrases. The graffiti covered up many of the hundreds of tributes to the music icon, handwritten by fans on the wall over uh, decades, really. Another Memphis landmark, the historic concert venue, the Levitt Shell, which people that used to live in Memphis will recognize as the Overton Shell, which is what it used to be called, were defaced with similar graffiti, including Eat the Rich, that's nice, and defund MPD, referring to the Memphis Police Department. The open-air amphitheater in Overton Park was where Elvis gave his first paid concert, July 30th, 1954. Of course, Elvis lived at Graceland for more than 20 years until uh, passing away August 16th, 1977, at the young age of 42. Uh, Graceland is right there on... Uh, uh, a, a piece of uh, Highway 51 South, which uh, for a long, long time, as long as I can remember, and, and I first moved to Memphis, I guess, 1973, uh, was uh, named Elvis Presley Boulevard. About half a million people annually visit Graceland. So now they're in the process of removing the uh, disgusting uh, graffiti. Well, you know, if uh, Joe Biden uh, is, is famously known, at least among those who are cognizant of it, because the lamestream media doesn't say anything about it anymore. They did back during Biden's initial foray into presidential politics in the late 80s. It was a, uh, a, plagiarism, a plagiarism issue that actually knocked him out of the campaign. And, and he, is, uh, he doesn't have any words of his own, so he has to steal everybody else's. And he has famously done so, uh, stealing parts of speeches without attribution, by the way, speeches from uh, John F. Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, British politician Neil Kinnock, uh, and others. And so it's not surprising that, uh, that Biden... Uh, now is uh, is expanding his uh, plagiarism 
to the extent that uh, he uh, follows along like a little puppy dog and just tries to uh, copy whatever President Trump is doing. Well, I mean, look at Trump's slogan, uh, make America great again, and now keep America great. And so Biden and his minions come up with uh, build back better, which is nothing but, you know, like a paraphrase. And uh, so now uh, Biden and his uh, wife, Dr. Jill, will visit Kenosha, Wisconsin tomorrow, two days after the president hit the riot-stricken town where uh, Jacob Blake, the 29-year-old black man with an outstanding warrant, was shot four times by police last month while violating a restraining order related to HLI sexual assault. The uh, Democrat presidential candidate will hold a community meeting to, quote, bring together Americans to heal and address the challenges we face, you know, most of which were created by Biden supporters. He will make a local stop in the city, according to Axios, uh, citing an announcement from the uh, Biden campaign. The visit is a sharp reversal from a Tuesday statement from the Biden Biden campaign, uh, who previously swore, swore, by the way, uh, this Simone Sanders, who's a campaign advisor, previously swore that Biden didn't call a voter fat during a campaign appearance, which he did on tape, and mocked a white Trump supporter who was dragged out of his car and beaten by a group of black men in 2016. She told CNN that Biden would skip Kenosha so he didn't disrupt the peaceful nature of the ongoing demonstrations against police brutality. Well, they're peaceful now. Now that uh, the governor there finally came to a census and allowed the National Guard to come in, all the burning, looting, and uh, shooting has uh, finally stopped. So way to go, Joe. Just uh, follow along in uh, the Donald's footsteps and uh, see how that works out for you in November. Quarter after three here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here and right back with more as we get rolling here on Hump Day on the Bobby Mac Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Great to have you along. Thanks for spending part of your Wednesday afternoon with us. Uh, those who have, f- folks that haven't bumped into me for a while, uh, I get some interesting reactions uh, because as uh, Money Penny and uh, little Annie can tell you, uh, I have gone with uh, what is, I guess, now being referred to as quarantine hair. Uh, is that an app description, uh, Money Penny? Is that what it's being referred to now, where you don't get a haircut for a while? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and during the time when, uh, you know, Governor Henry McMasker uh, said that all these businesses had to be shut, uh, you couldn't get a haircut, and and my hair started to get fairly long, and my baby doll Brenda said, "Yeah, I don't leave it that way," and I said, "What the heck? Okay, fine." Uh, it, it has now reached the point uh, six months later <laughs> where I'm starting to uh, approach uh, the look of a uh, 70s uh, rock and roller. But, but I like it. And so with that, anyway, I do have to get it trimmed up every so often. And so I went to see Jamie today, and, and she uh, took a little bit off there. And, uh, and it, it's curious uh, that uh, uh, I was able to do that. And uh, amazingly, uh, as you may have heard by now, so was Nancy Pelosi. Now, I don't know if she uh, had a trim, but I do know uh, she got a, uh, what they say, a, a blowout. You know, you get your hair washed and, uh, and uh, blown dry. Uh, this from the uh, Washington Examiner today. Rules for thee, but not for me. Pelosi gets illegal salon treatment while pushing lockdowns to curb the so-called Trump virus. Even as Nancy Pelosi blocked aid to the small businesses suffering under destructive shutdowns, she was treating herself to a blowout at an upscale salon in Pacific Heights, San Francisco, the most expensive neighborhood in the nation, by the way, in which Pelosi owns a $2.3 million estate. How do you manage that on a salary of, what's the speaker make? Two hundred grand a year, something like that? Pelosi had repeatedly pushed localities to keep businesses shut so as to uh, combat what she calls the Trump virus. Her salon treatment was still illegal under local bans on indoor salon activity. Fox News received the tip when the owner of the salon, Erica Kuse, uh, who was livid, saw the security footage of a blatantly unmasked Pelosi sauntering around the premises as a client of an independent stylist in her shop using her salon's amenities, not under the purview of the still-closed salon. See, in California now, if you're going to get your hair done or cut, they have to do it outdoors. No, don't ask me why. It's just more Cali lunacy. By the way, the, uh, the lefty media, uh, very dependably, is uh, defending Pelosi 
and, and they are actually now making the claim that recording Pelosi in the shop violated uh, privacy laws in California, which is a, a two, two, uh, one of the states where you have to have uh, permission of the person you're recording as well as a permission of the person doing the recording. But how that's uh, applicable to uh, a security camera in your own business beats me. But that's, that's the story the media is, uh, is spreading. Meantime, uh, more of the uh, anarchy continues. And I guess one of the biggest questions for most of us is, when is the federal government going to do something to stop these people? We have the uh, founders, leaders of BLM, visibly on tape, admitting that they are trained Marxists. We have all kinds of evidence of people crossing state lines to engage in this anarchy. So when are we going to see some action here? Well, uh, the Department of Justice and Homeland Security have now confirmed this week that the DOJ is investigating the organizers and funders behind the violent riots that have been going on in the country since May. Quote, we are investigating coordinated criminal activity, not First Amendment activity, not the right to protest, not the right to free speech, and violence related to riots, destruction of federal property, and violence against law enforcement officers. DHS Secretary Chad Wolf telling Fox News' Tucker Carlson Monday night that he has personally spoken with the AG, William Barr, about the probe. Wolf said the DOJ has been targeting and investigating the head of these organizations and the individuals that are paying for these people to move across the country. The DHS chief noted that 300 rioters have been arrested on federal charges, 100 of whom were from Portland. Uh, what we know is that we've seen groups and individuals move from Portland to other parts of the country. Wolf didn't say when the probe started, but his comments came just days after Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky called on the DOJ to investigate the funding behind these organized riots. You may remember Paul and his wife and many other uh, attendees of the last night of the Republican convention at the White House were mobbed and harassed and threatened by uh, Antifa agitators. I think we're going to find out that these people are hired and are from out of town specifically. In our case, I believe there are people who are going to be involved in the attack on us who are actually paid to come here. They are not from Washington, D.C., and they're paid to be anarchists. Uh, Secretary Wolf also revealed that uh, DHS is assisting the DOJ in their probe of the criminal rioting. We are making sure that the investigations that we're involved in we're getting that information over to the FBI, to those criminal investigators that are doing their job. We've seen groups and individuals move from Portland to other parts of the country, saying these violent agitators are organized. During an interview with Laura Ingram Monday night, the president let slip some intel he'd heard about, uh, about a, a plane full of black-clad thugs flying to Washington, D.C. from a certain city. We had somebody get on a plane from a certain city this weekend, 
and on the plane it was almost completely loaded with these thugs wearing these dark black uniforms with gear and this and that. All right, so FBI is going to uh, look into this at the behest of the DOJ, and let's hope that uh, some arrests are forthcoming and that uh, these individuals are not treated like the DA in Portland who is busy releasing arsonists and others uh, as soon as the Portland police arrest them. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Annie is ready with the news here at the bottom of the hour, and I'm right back on the other side. Hump Day edition here on WORD. Howdy, welcome back. 3.36 now, 24 before 4 here on the Bobby Mac Show, the uh, hump day edition on WORD. Tara was talking this morning uh, about uh, the, uh, the business associated with uh, mail-in ballots. And uh, during the next hour, I'll be joined as we uh, every Wednesday afternoon right after the news at 4, uh, Dave Schwartz, my buddy from uh, Freedom Action Network of South Carolina, is going to be here to talk about our own legislature down in Columbia, who is going to be dealing with, the, which is going to be dealing with some of these issues this week and next. Uh, meantime, some, some interesting polling data is out there. Uh, this from Zero Hedge. The trend we have been noting for the last week has accelerated overnight, and the streams have been crossed with the average bookie, now seeing it more likely that President Trump wins the 2020 election than Joe Biden. The huge swing comes as Summit News' Paul Joseph Watson notes that the results of a new national poll reveal that a stunning 28% of black Americans plan on voting for President Trump. Typically, a, a GOP presidential candidate is considered to have done well if he gets, I don't know, 8%, something like that. Uh, the Atlas Intel poll finds that Biden leads Trump nationally by just three, but the real story lies in the percentage of Hispanic and black voters who told the pollsters that they will vote for Trump. According to the survey, 28% of African Americans say they plan to vote for the president, a stunning figure. Uh, political polls among black voters, Biden, 66%, minus 23 versus the 2016 results, that is, those who voted for Hillary. Uh, Trump, 28%, that is, plus 20. Among Hispanic voters, Biden at 56%, that is minus 10. 
Uh, President Trump is at 41% plus 13. And I gave you the national poll numbers. Uh, Compared to uh, 2016, when the president attracted 8% of the black vote, while Hillary captured 89%, Joe Biden is down to 66%. Reason behind the surge is uh, in black support for Trump could well be the fact that the Black Lives Matter movement is backfiring after three straight months of violent riots and unrest. And that would be easy to understand. Who's the most victimized in these neighborhoods? As highlighted earlier, a separate poll found that Trump support amongst African Americans has doubled since 2016, although the results of the Atlas Intel poll uh, blows even that figure out of the water. Uh, Candace Owens, who, as we um, told you yesterday when Presley Stutz was with me on the show, is going to be here in Greenville on September 12th. And you can get more information about Ms. Owens' appearance here. By the way, it is almost a sellout already. So if you want to get your tickets for that September 12th event, uh, just go to our website, uh, 1063WORD.com, and you'll see all the information there. Candace Owens, who has led the Blexit campaign, that is black exit from the Democrat Party, to convince black Americans to uh, get off the Democrat reservation, appears to have achieved a stunning success. And finally, it appears Democrats may be preparing for just such a scenario as a top Democrat data and analytics firm uh, told Axios on HBO, it's highly likely that President Trump will appear to have won potentially in a landslide on election night, even if he ultimately loses when all the mail-in ballots are counted. Uh, Hawkfish CEO Josh Mendelson said, we are sounding an alarm and saying that this is a very real possibility that the data is going to show on election night an incredible victory for Donald Trump, but when every legitimate vote is tallied, And by that, he means all the ballot harvesting, all the phony mail-in ballots that have been stolen and replaced with their own. That's what he means by legitimate votes. When every legitimate vote is tallied and we get to that final day, which will be someday after Election Day, it will, in fact, show that what happened on Election Night was exactly that, a mirage. Uh, We suspect the social unrest will go to 11 on a scale of 10, if uh, that should uh, prove to be the case. Uh, This uh, top uh, Democrat data and analytics firm uh, that was interviewed on Axios on HBO uh, said exactly that, that uh, Trump will appear to have won on election night, uh, but then when they uh, get all their phony ballots in, he'll lose. Way more Democrats will vote by mail than Republicans because of fears of the Wuhan flu And it could take days, if not weeks, to tally those, meaning Trump, thanks to Republicans doing almost all of their voting in person, could hold big electoral college and popular vote leads on election night. Now, imagine America uh, with all the polarization and the misinformation and disinformation if the vote tally swings wildly toward Biden and President Trump loses days after the election as the mail-in ballots are counted? And that is what this group, Hawkfish, 
which is funded, by the way, by uh, Michael Bloomberg and also does work for the uh, DNC and pro-Biden super PACs, is warning is a very real, if not foreordained outcome. They're calling it a red mirage. Under uh, one of the group's modeling scenarios, Trump could hold a projected lead of 408 to 130 electoral votes on election night if only 15% of the vote by mail ballots had been counted. Once 75% of the mail ballots are counted, maybe three, four days later, the lead could flip in Biden's favor. Uh, Biden's favor, And this particular model portrays Biden as ultimately winning a massive victory, 334 to 204. Uh, but bear in mind, the methodology, and, and it's all described at the, the Hawkfish uh, site and discussed in some detail on this thing on HBO. The methodology was based in part on polling from 538, uh, that's Mr. Silver's website, in August. And so if we're, if we're going to be realistic about this, uh, let's, let's look at it uh, from the perspective of the historical record, all right? How did 538 do in predicting the 2016 presidential election? And the answer is they got killed. 538 was nowhere near close. They were amongst the, well, virtually all of the polling websites that right up until 9 o'clock on election night when the uh, tears started to flow on CNN and BSNBC and the rest, uh, they had it wrong from the get-go. So uh, Hawkfish, this, this site, is not just trying to educate the public about the possibility that Trump could appear to win and then lose or to delegitimize a Biden victory. They're also trying to prepare us, so to speak, to sensitize state and county elections officials uh, to the perils of what they refer to as premature results. Uh, so we'll see. But both sides have uh, not just uh, battalions, divisions of lawyers standing by. Yeah, and for everybody that went through uh, Bush versus Gore, which the Supreme Court eventually decided, and hanging chads and all the rest, uh, could be another nightmarish scenario, which is why the security for what mail-in ballots do come in is vital. And that's one of the things we'll be talking with Dave Schwartz about right after 4. 14 before 4, Bobby Mack Show here on Hump Day on WORD. Hey, welcome back. 3.51 now. It's 9 before 4 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Hump Day edition as we go to the phones for the uh, first time today. Grady, uh, you have the distinction of being the leadoff batter here on Wednesday. They're from Fountain Inn. How you doing today? Grady, you there? I'm here. Ah, good. There you are. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you were talking about uh, them making arrests during these riots. 
Right. And Ken, they had Ken Cuccinelli on uh, Fox, not what it was, uh, Fox Business, I think, this mm-hmm. morning. And he, right. was, he was talking about them investigating these people and this, that, and the other. And about 30 minutes before I left my house, I got an email that uh, they had issued 74 warrants for people that were riding in Portland. Good. And they, they were getting them for crossing the state line to take part in arson and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the charges were also including assaulting a federal officer, which you oh, know for a is going to get them five years of stand-up time in the, in the, in the Gray Bar Hotel. Without the benefit of parole, I might add. Yep. That's exactly right, because uh, when I was a cop in New Orleans, they even uh, put Carlos Marcello in jail for five years for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the mafia boss uh, in uh, yeah. the Big Easy. Yeah, and all he did was push a guy out of the way at, at the airport. <laughs> but he pushed the wrong guy, didn't he? Yeah, he pushed the guy that had the federal badge. Oh, boy, so, yeah. That's, uh, that's not, that's not going to have a happy ending. Um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of this stuff that's not going to have a happy ending. And, you know, I really worry about the country itself because, uh, you know, I'm 76 years old and I've looked around and I just don't, I, I can't really uh, recognize a lot of what I see anymore. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I was uh, uh, over uh, seeing my friends at Cobb Tire today because I had to get the uh, the oil changed and uh, a little, you know, tires rotated and all that, the usual maintenance stuff. And one of the ladies that worked there and I were talking about all this stuff that's going on. And, and she said, you know, my daughter, uh, we raised her, right? And, and, and I think she has a, a pretty solid foundation on uh, the traditional values of this country. But I fear uh, I've got a two-year-old granddaughter and I fear for the kind of world she's going to grow up in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of scary. And, uh, my only grandson is my son and his and his wife both work for the state department. So, um, you know, he's going to grow up in all these other countries. Right. Uh, you know, he's he's been in India for he was in India. He was in uh, Dominican Republic. They're getting ready to go to uh, Africa, Man. and you know, it's going to be interesting to see. What, what kind of a young man he turns out to be. Yeah, and, and it'll also be fascinating to see what this country looks like uh, when they come back to it. He's an FSO, I'm guessing. Is that right? He's a Foreign yes. Service officer? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, it, uh, well, it, it's it's not like uh, there's nothing important uh, going on here, Grady, just uh, the future of what America is yeah. going to look like in the remainder of the 21st century. Well, the the scam of the year has been the COVID thing. For and sure. I think, it, I think on the C, on the CDC website, they've admitted that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I read the numbers. Uh, they, they posted uh, numbers saying that uh, I think it was something like a 94% of the people who died from COVID-19 actually died with uh, two and a half other pre-existing conditions. And 6% of the deaths were COVID-19 only. So, uh, yeah. You know, now, now, granted, some of the people with pre-existing conditions uh, would have died anyway, and COVID may have pushed them over the edge. Uh, but how many of these people uh, also were, you know, uh, like in uh, the situation with Governor Cuomo in New York, were pushed into nursing homes 
uh, where they they had uh, no escape uh, from the Wuhan flu. It was pitiful. Well, I, you know, my my question is, how in the world are those guys, you know, Cuomo and De Blasio, not uh, being indicted for serial killers? As yeah. Serial killers. Yeah. And and Cuomo, yeah. get this, Cuomo is writing a book about what a great oh, job yeah. uh, New York did with with COVID. Well, I'll tell you, Grady, you can appreciate more than I. Uh, having been a a longtime LEO, uh, there has been uh, that I can think of right offhand uh, no worse time uh, to be in policing in this country, and we o- we can only hope and pray that things get straightened out pretty quickly here. Well, the the way to, the way to fix this is shoot the looters, yeah. and you'll you'll be surprised because that's exactly how they stop the Watts riots. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, I mean, is, does it does it sound harsh? Be, uh, does it sound it, final? Yeah, it does. But, uh, you know, if you put up signs uh, that say looters and rioters will be shot and survivors will be shot again, uh, it's going to stop. Yep, exactly. And that's that's what the Korean businessmen did. They went on the roof of the business and and shot the looters as they came out. Yep. And their business uh, is still there. Grady, thanks for your service in LEO and uh, thanks for the call today. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you. Take a break for the news here at the top of the hour. Uh, I uh, promote already Dave Schwartz from Freedom Action Network will be with me, and we're going to talk about what the good old boys in Columbia are up to in regards to mail-in ballots and the other election news. That's next. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 